Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kim Unity Solutions Podcast, where we inspire employees and entrepreneurs to improve their workplace relationships and environments. We do this by sharing real life experiences that produce practical and unifying solutions. Our mission is to positively impact the world by starting within our workplace. Welcome back. I am so glad you are here joining me today. Today, we will be doing part two of our preceding episode entitled Good Business, Poor Management, and Strike Worthy. If you have not tuned into the prior episode, I suggest you do so, where I began with talking about what makes a good business, what makes a good company. Is it profit? Is it product? Is it people? If a company has poor management, can it still be considered a good company? And in that episode, I did go through that. And I did agree that, yes, a good business can have poor management. No one is perfect. No company um, goes without mistakes. It's all about how we correct them. So after talking about that, um, I also touched on um, going from poor management to strike worthy. So with poor management, we're talking about small instances, maybe one-on-one scenarios that need improvement to going to strike worthy to where there are entire departments or groups of people who are dissatisfied with something, whether it's the pay, whether it's benefits, whether it's safety and and hazardous um, surroundings and environments, maybe it's culture. Okay, so... That's the difference between poor management, just individual decisions and something that the entire company is based upon. And so we've seen a lot with that. Initially, in part two, I really want to dive into the different companies and what was going on within them. So there were many companies that that um, had strikes where the employees went on strike this year and that ranged from Starbucks to GM, Ford, Netflix, the Actors Guild, Kaiser. I mean, there were a lot of companies that their employees were unhappy for one reason or another. And I was going to dive into that. But instead of doing that, we are really already familiar with why people are unhappy with their positions. What I want to go over, and I'm I'm changing my mind on this, is... What are we doing about it? How are we partaking in the issues that these employees are going through? Are we buying those products? Are we managers of those companies? Are we voicing our opinions? Are we quiet on some of these issues? What is our responsibility? So in this part two, you will hear about the different ways that we could be touching on some of these issues. Our choices can create positive change. And this is what my entire podcast is about. It's about identifying issues, creating solutions that are practical and that are unifying. And we can do the same with this topic. So in this part two, I talk about the food industry. I talk about Healthcare. 
I talk about all of these different scenarios and in, in industries where change is necessary and can be made. It's important for us to be able to identify it, to see it, and to change it. My goal is always to get you to see it a different way, to think about stuff a different way, because we all have different perspectives. We all have different lived and unlived experiences. And so it's important for us to hear the other side. And I, I welcome, I welcome your, your perspective as well. But my goal is to transform and to create a positive impact that can permeate throughout the world. Just like the butterfly effect. Have you heard of that? Where they say that when the butterfly flaps its wings, that one flap creates a change throughout the world. Whether it's a wind, some kind of movement, it doesn't just stay there. So when you make a change in the workplace, it doesn't just stay there. When you change your environment, you're changing others around you as well. That's why it's so important that we start within the workplace so that it permeates through our families, through our customers, through our vendors, and through their families. That's how we create worldwide change. And that's what I'm here for. So thank you for tuning in. Please stay tuned as part two starts now. Thank you so much for joining. A multitude of people in an organization saying, hey, there is a problem. And guess what? It's not the first time because when they go on strike, that's not the first time that notice is being made. There was notice made prior. So when I looked it up, right, I was trying to figure out, okay, what, what do the people who are on strike have to face financially? So when I did my research, I looked at the National Labor Relations Board. In Section 7, it says the right to strike. There's a lawful and an unlawful way to strike. You can strike, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be covered. So there's lawful and unlawful. So there are specific laws that you have to follow in regards to these strikes. And I don't have all the details, but some need a 10 days notice. And these are for the health care givers. So you can't just up and go on strike. There has to be 10 days notice given because when you're giving care, of course, you know, they need to be tended to, right? And also when you're on strike, not all the time can you get an unemployment. So when we see these people out here on strike, they are not getting paid. Some are getting paid because each union is different, right? There's a minimum. They may not be getting paid what they're used to, but there is a minimum. But they cannot file for unemployment. And employ employers can fire them while they're on strike. These employees that are on strike can be fired so that these companies can hire someone else in their place during that time. Okay. But these strikers can be rehired. 
Are they getting their same position or same pay? You'll have to ask them that, right? We know what's in writing, but you would have to ask them that. But it's just, it's just amazing to me how it takes that much. Because when it's just me or just you having a disagreement, it's just one person, it's just two people who are saying something's not right because everyone's not going to speak up. I already mentioned that some people will just sit there and tolerate it. But when you have the masses in your organization who are complaining about something that's going on in the workplace, I, it just wouldn't sit right with me as the owner. It wouldn't sit right with me as the investor. It doesn't sit right with me as a customer. It, yes, you may make a good product, but look how you're treating these employees. If this is truly true, if what they are saying is really true, if they have worked for your company and haven't gotten a raise in 15, 20 years, even though all these profits are being made, high level um, profits year over year, and it's not coming back to impact them, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. As we can see, other companies can, but I bet you that they wouldn't let their families go through that. They wouldn't want their families to experience. So that's not a solution. If you listen to my other episodes, you would know, you'll be familiar with my formula for a solution. Now, what's going on now, those are solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. Those are solutions, but a solution, I don't know if you can see this right here, a solution, S-O-U-L, that is decisions made with souls in mind. Those are mutually beneficial solutions that takes into effect karma, intuition, and mindfulness. Karma, intuition, mindfulness. If you wouldn't want that done to yourself or to someone you love, you shouldn't be doing it to anyone else. That's using your intuition and following your guide and being mindful. Being mindful, being aware, putting yourself in other people's shoes. Empathy when you're making decisions. And so what's going on is not a solution. It's not a solution. It's not mutually beneficial. It's only for the top. And I want you to think about that formula. I want you to think about it and apply it to other areas in your life, other aspects in your life, other situations, other decisions in your life that you have to make. If you are a car salesman, why are you, <laughs> don't, don't trick someone into making a decision. Be upfront with them. If you sell solar panels, be upfront. If you have to lie to sell something, if you have to mistreat others, if you have to get over, 
it's not it's not a good product it's not a good service you're not doing a good job it's bad on your reputation it's bad for your prop profits stop we're tired your, your customers are tired your employees are tired and when the employees realize that they have some power and that they don't have to settle that's when we'll see change and i can't wait for that to happen and that's just across the board it doesn't have to be with the job it can just be with friendships or other kinds of relationships that we're having that we're having in the world this applies to so many different industries not just cars not just hollywood let's talk about let's talk about food some of this chicken in these grocery stores is not chicken stop lying and it's not just the ones that's putting it in the package it's the one selling it. If I go to a grocery store and there's a whole lot of chicken in this one area and then over here there's another section of chicken. I'm wondering like, why is it not all together? Why is it not all the beans are together, all the tomatoes are together, all the sauces are together? Why, why is it separate? These are things that I, I notice and I question, and I'm not saying that what I'm saying is actually true. It's not like I've went through and, and have inspected the products to know if it's real chicken or fake chicken or any of that, but it brings, it, I have to question it. And you should be questioning it. You should not be trusting and believing everything that you see. And everything that you eat. What's another industry in my notes I have? Schools. Schools. What, what are you teaching the children? Are you teaching them half lies? Is that good business? Is that a great decision making strategy? Are you teaching truth over here and, and, and lies over here? There's so many different inequities that we truly have to think about across the board, the, the books and the libraries. And then there's some libraries that are being changed into detention centers. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. Is that a solution? Is that a solution? Should we substitute, take out books and put in Detention centers. It seems like the book should stay there for the students. Who is making the decision of what book should be read? I thought we had options. I thought we had rights. I thought we had choices. But these are just things to think about. Clothing, food, don't, don't put on their organic if it's not organic. Doctor's offices. Are you prescribing something 
without giving the patient all the results or all of the um, side effects? Are you giving them all the options? Are you telling them fasting is bad? I remember I went to the doctor's office with one of my loved ones. And I'm asking about all the different options. Like, okay, I know you said that they need to do this, but what about if they ate fruits and vegetables? What about if they juice in the morning? If I'm, if I can help them juice and oh no, that's not good. And you know, they'll just gain weight. And I'm looking like, are you serious? Now, I know you study medicine and you don't study plants, but it's not making sense to me. Are you just giving one-sided advice? Are you being open-minded? Do you have good bedside manners? That is good business. It's not just about the income you're making and the patients that you are getting. It is about the experience. It is about the experience. Insurance. What's covered, what's not. I won't get into all that. I could go down the, the line. There's banks. There's banks who issue out loans to people who's not worthy or because of the color of their skin, they don't qualify. Or, you know, giving people a hard time cashing the checks that are in their name with the proper ID. Is that good business? Is that poor management or is that strike worthy? Now, some of these are one offs. So I would say it's poor management. It's bad management, decision making on site at that time, at that level. But if it's a continued, if it's a practice, if there are procedures in place to act like that, it's, it's bigger than that. Is bigger than that. I say all of this to say that there is so much more room for improvement. We have to do better. Good business, poor management, strike worthy. Who are you giving your money to? What are you supporting with your dollars? If you know a company, doesn't treat people right. Do you sp still spend your money with them? So not just employees have power, but the customers have power. Everyone that's listening to my voice, you have power. You don't have to tolerate it. You don't have to support it. Are you going to continue? Are you going to tolerate? That is a question. I'm hoping that you look over your day-to-day -day activities, your nine-to-five, your company, and just think about, okay, what are my employees saying? Do you even ask your employees how they feel, what they would like to see changed? what they are unhappy about.
what they enjoy. Ask them, because if you invest in your employees, you are actually making an investment in your company, in your business. And I'm not saying to, to the employees, you're going to make a million dollars. You're going to get a million dollar increase. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that everything needs to be a monetary gain. I'm not saying that either. But there are other ways that you can improve your workplace. And to the employees, if you wait for the people at the top to improve your culture, you're going to be miserable. Because they are mostly focused on something else. It's important for you to change your own environment. And you can do that by smiling. You can do that by speaking up. You can do that by being engaged. There's so many different ways that we all can make a positive impact just in our normal everyday interactions. I'm hoping you do that. I'm hoping that you try it. I'm hoping that you share this message with someone who, who has confided in you about issues that's going on so they can realize, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. Or, okay, that's a great idea. I, I need to speak to my employees. I need to check in with my managers, right? And, and understand that managers get paid bonuses based off of performance and progress. So if there's something that is failing within their department, they're not going to make it known. And if they do, it won't be in its entirety. So it's important for people to check in in both directions and not just get their feedback, but the feedback from the people below. And you will be amazed at the progress you could make, the progress you can see, and the impact that we all could create around the world. By changing your environment, you're changing someone else's environment. I am Kim, the SME. As always, I am always speaking from my experience. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next week, and I look forward to another episode of Community Solutions Podcast. You all be blessed.